motherfuckers. That was really loud. Whatever I just did, I guarantee it. I, I guarantee it, too. It was loud as hell. What's up, people? We back. Episode 26, I believe, if I'm counting correctly, which yep. is... Do we decide that's how many letters are in the alphabet? God. Because did, uh, did we start with episode no. one? Did we do top three? No, we, we know for a fact. No, we did 24. It's 24. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. There's 26. There's 26. Okay, cool. So we're on Y. But, yeah. but we, we are that on Y. Sense. So we started on episode two. It, we're on Y. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Uh, Kyle and I just saw each other in the flesh. It was kind of weird. When I saw you, I was just like, hey, let's, let's see you again. So, man, we see each other every week. <laughs> it's kind of bizarre. Uh, it was a good time. We had, we had a nice, fun weekend. Did you make it home okay? A nice long well, I'm flight. here. That's good. Yeah, I'm here. So. I don't know. You could have like, broken your leg. It's good. My... We we officially had my first Instagram post since September of 2019, and the people welcomed me back with open arms. Yeah, I'm at like 96 likes and counting, so yeah, you dude, can people say, really like me. Say so things are going well. That's one way to get a lot of likes is just have me in all your pictures because you know I should. Yeah, uh, it was a quality photo. I feel like there's many times this weekend where I was like about to start a conversation. I was like, I'm not going to have this conversation because I wanted. I was doing the same shit. <laughs> it was kind of difficult because <laughs> that's like the whole point of this podcast is to not talk about shit beforehand. So finally, we're back to where we can just pull it, put on a mic and record some shit. Maybe next time we're together, we can actually record a podcast because we weren't didn't have our shit together enough to do that. Too we definitely could have. We talked about it when we were heavily intoxicated. <laughs> we, were, we should record right now. <laughs> so you're so you're about. You were about three minutes away from. Hey, welcome to car <laughs> car <coughs> car party. <laughs> Kyle is the hiccups. But I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad we didn't do that. But this week we're back. We're doing the same old shit. Uh, we got some new music. Two weeks of it. We got some throwbacks. Letter Y. So go to um, at Car Party Pod. Let us know what your favorite song that starts with Y is. It's always fun. Hear what other people think. Uh, we got the past the ox. We got everything. Everything. Kyle's doing a little dance. You can't see it. Everything. Uh, I was doing the. I was passing the ox as if it was oh, a basketball. Sick. Yeah, that was that was kind of dope. That was a nice chest pass there. Um, so look at the link in the episode description if you're new to the game. We've got the playlist in there. Everything we talk about in the order we talk about it. It's just right there sitting for you. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Uh, the hits playlist. If you go Spotify, type in car party playlists. You'll find bangers all, only. All the playlists. It's actually really nice. Do you ever just like sit in your car and you're like, I have no idea what I fuck I want to listen to? That's just my go-to now. I the just hits. flip it on. I usually get through like five or six and then I'm like, ah, okay, now I know what I want to listen to. And then it dives me deeper into another realm of music. So it's a great I starting feel like, yeah, point. It gives you a five song. If you want to listen to the like top to bottom, enjoy. But it gives you a five-song basis to determine what kind of mood you're in and then you can choose your own music from it's there. Exactly, that's exactly it. That's a valuable thing to have. And it's, you know, it's not the same 10 songs like on the radio. It's like a nice, we're up to a good 50 something. Nice four, four or five hours for you there. So got a little Hold road on. trip. I can tell you. Let I can us tell you. take you I on that road trip. I can tell you. No, I can't because I don't know how it works Spotify. It's got a lot. Yeah. Whew. Man, so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thanks for uh, At least up on the old more than Spotify. 10. On the old Apple Music, four Apple hours podcast. and nineteen minutes worth of music. I was exactly How, right. However many songs. I said four to five hours. There. Depends how fast you're driving. Nailed it. Boom. So let's get right into it. Kyle, start us off. I actually was considering having you start us off, but I'll give you the the title, and I want to hear your thoughts first because I feel like you've been on a kick with this individual. Oh, yeah. We have Big Boss Rabbit by Freddie Gibbs. Give me your thoughts first. Yeah. So. Uh, First listen, I really liked it. It seems like every time you listen to Freddie Gibbs, he gives you like a new vibe, 
We like have had some summer jams from him with On One and Gang Signs, which are on our hits playlist. And then he just comes out and just like spits bars right in your face. Um, I apparently this is. Do you find this song to be a slight dig at anyone for any reason? Do you read any deeper into this song than face value? Um, I mean, he and Young Jeezy have been having a lot of a lot of beef with each other, but so this is like a lot of people were saying this is a the same sample, a song called Sugar Man as a song off uh, Nas's Stillmatic, Your, Your Demand. Mm. And it was just kind of like a, fuck you, you beat me in the uh, the Grammys for album of the year, so I'm going to kind of rap over the song you've already kind of rapped over. And I think That's hilarious. I think he killed it. If that, it was a dig, I think it kind of worked because he murdered the beat. That's a very, very deep cut. Like deep I never would have been like, oh, this sample from oh, no. Stillmatic <laughs> from 1997. Like, no, nah, I had no to look that but, shit up. Yeah. But no, it's, I mean... Freddie Gibbs always goes at Young Jeezy, which is why it's always going to be my first guess. But this is just like, I mean, he's the leader in drug rap right now, old school <laughs> rap, however you want to look at it. I mean, he always, for me, he's been that guy for a while. But I've just, I've always had a little bit of an insight to him because he's from Gary, Indiana. And I feel like, I don't know. I mean, he talks about the shit that he means. Like, he really is about that life and he, he has bars and he can just shove them down your throat. Or he can put out a song with Schoolboy Q and you can bob your head to it all summer. So. Yeah. Versatile. I like so it. So versatile. Thinking about, it's kind of easier now that we have a podcast that starts that started January 1. So, mm-hmm. like, when you're thinking about the year, you can kind of, you know, go through our podcast and think about it. I feel like he's got to be up there for artists and hip-hop so far of the year of 2021. I feel like he's putting out so much music, and it's all pretty quality. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't heard a miss from him, so I think he's got to be at least listed in that category. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Rolling on, we have Run It Up by Little... I still don't know if it's J or to J. I say to J every time. <laughs> to J kind of sounds Jay, cool. <laughs> it sounds better. Little to J, Offset, and Moneybag Yo. I think Little to J is growing on me. Like His voice is kind of annoying. Let's just be real. Yeah. And it's... uh, When it's cut, like when the song is cut by deeper voices of Offset and Moneybag Yo, it kind of worked for me. I don't know. I think... I think Little J has a place in mumble rap somewhere. I'm just not sure where he fits yet. Like, is he a hook guy? Is he a once in a blue moon, I like a song guy? I don't really know yet, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think he's I, both. And also, Go ahead. I was just going to give my, my one little off, not necessarily about him specifically, but I also just want to clarify that, in my opinion, Offset is the best rapper in Migos. Don't at me. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know. Is there three people in Migos? Oh, shit. It's oh, Quavo. Wow, that was really loud, probably. Quavo, Offset, and somebody else? Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Okay, I have no idea what the fuck Takeoff is. <laughs> so. That's because all he does is just go, Takeoff. <laughs> he just fucked up in the back, background asleep. just saying whatever. He's like, I'm asleep. I wish we had like, one of those You for basically are Takeoff right there. I know. That'd be yeah. sweet if someone was we just should hire a. We should hire Takeoff, like the Takeoff. Yeah, and every time we say something, he's like, that'd be great. I think this song fucking bangs. I don't know if you listen to this whole album, but I did not. I'm never going to, and I never want to. But people were like, yeah, this is by far the fucking best song in this album. It's not even close. If you picked it out, good for you. Everyone agrees. And the like, right when the like the beat comes in, I don't know if it's little DJ doing the whole time, but he's this little like switch up in his flow, and it just it hits me. It hits me good in the good in the good boys. If you know what I mean, I hate that I just said that. What the fuck is that? 
Is he diddling your balls? I just said it hit me in the good boys, referencing <laughs> to my ball sack. <laughs> so we're going to move on right, right over that. Okay. Uh, so uh, moving on, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> We've got our newly 18-year-old sensation with the- this out, uh, Hey, hold on, hold on. What's up? What's up? <laughs> This episode should be called Good Boys. <laughs> Just like really <laughs> let people dig deep for it. <laughs> I like that. Oh, shit. I hate the things that come out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, newly 18. Last time we talked about her, she was 17, so I don't feel any more comfortable now, Kyle. Uh, now she's I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, so, holy shit, driver's license has been taken the fuck off. It is all over every single chart, everywhere. Um, and this song was written kind of in conjunction with that song to kind of be her she's she's pretty smart planned ahead it's like all right i'm gonna have one song and i'm gonna be ready for my second song if that one pops off people are asking for more so this is what this is um she's not over that dude kyle she's still upset about this same guy um she's still got some corny lyrics and some corny analogies to talk about how she's not over this dude but like we said last time she's 18 you can't be too mad but what I like about this song kind of has a little, little indie rock feel. You're really digging deep, yeah. trying to find like you're you're really trying to find some positives. Dude, there's a lot of positives. There's a lot of positives. This is my favorite song that I put on the playlist. No shame. No shame. Are you kidding? Yeah, I like it a lot. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so her same guy who produced Driver's License. Um, I like how it just has a completely different feel. Kind of sounds a lot like Lord on this song. It's cool because it kind of starts out as a ballad. You kind of think it's going to be similar to Driver's License, but it just grows, and as the production kind of grows, so does her passion, and she never really sings the same thing the same way twice, which I really appreciate. So there's a lot of things about her that I'm just enjoying, and I think it's pretty sustainable. I think one of her um, idols is Taylor Swift, and she kind of songwrites similar to, that makes a similarly lot of to Taylor Swift. Because she's extremely That's, like detailed and tells these stories that are super complex and you know specific. For some reason, it doesn't work for Taylor Swift for me, and it just works for Olivia Rodrigo. I think it's interesting and it kind of keeps me engaged. So, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I am hopping on the train. I think once you put out a second song that is pretty similar quality to your first one that pops off, I think I think she's going places, Kyle. I don't really give a shit what you say. Okay, what do you I'm gonna still I'm still gonna say things. I don't really care what you say. Extremely entertaining uh, individual. Thank you. Let's start with Team Olivia, right? We we clarified that on episode God knows what it was. Oh, Team yeah. Olivia. So I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna preface it. Fuck that other guy. Team Olivia. How dare he? Yeah, screw that 24 year old you were dating and the <laughs> other girl that was actually of appropriate age for him. Uh, kind of get over it, you know? Like get over it a little bit. Like I don't I don't know that I need back to back diss tracks. Like you're not Drake. You, you don't need to hit me with a back to back. If you make it, you're, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no, yeah, that's you're, fine. you're definitely fucking right. I'm just yeah. If you're making that, no, money. I mean, get your bag, get your bag. I do think this one is better than Driver's License. Yeah, so I'll say true. that it, it is. It's clearly better production wise, musically. I didn't shut it off after a minute. <laughs> team Olivia, Team Olivia. <laughs> I, I'm on record, Team Team Olivia. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just, I didn't need another song about the same dude. Yeah. I mean, I didn't either. I'm going to get rid of the other one. I just don't need that song. It's kind of okay. overplayed. Don't need it. Let me ask you this. If her next 14 songs, no. which she releases I can't an album do anymore, inevitably. <laughs> I can't do any more about this fucking guy. Uh, like this song. She's going to have an album that's like his name. I don't even know what his name is, but it's just going to be like David. Like driver's license was hard 
to even like talk about it being about something else because it's literally so like the the theme was just so childish in itself about getting your driver's license. This one's a, a slight step above. If they could some, sure. if this these lyrics were somehow changed to be about something slightly different, I would like it a lot because I mm-hmm. like how it sounds a lot. But I can't I've, deal I've, with uh, this, these lyrics all the time. So yeah, you're no, right. I can't do yeah, I can't do no. an album of just this guy. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't have this guy be the album. No way. I have a, I have a thought as well. I this song to me more than the other one explored more mature themes for sure in relationships, as opposed to like I got my driver's license and I drove down your block. Like <laughs> yeah. that's not exactly mature themes. That's I can't. The other song is about. I can't, can't get behind it. Um, this one definitely had more mature themes, which makes me wonder: Do you think she still had a big part in writing this? And this is not. I'm not trying to drag Olivia. I'm team team Olivia. No, I really do. Yeah, I'm Team Olivia. (laughs) That's very clear. You've said that a few times. Huge Olivia fan. But I just am curious, like, to go from driver's license driving down your block to very mature relationship-based themes, did she write this? Like I I said, I'm not dragging her. I really think so, and I don't know how to describe it other than I feel like when I I just watched, like, a quick five- to ten-minute interview with her and Zane Lowe, and Mm -hmm. she just seems to be just – very talented but also just like a perfectionist the way she's talking about like the first time she hears mixes she's like oh i don't know if this is mixed well and like she gets into the production and this and that and i think you can kind of tell even without digging that deep um in general i think she surrounds herself with a really good team good production team good like a and r team and i think that's huge with people just having like people think the same way you do but anywho talking a lot about this that's fine i I mean i was just curious because like Hollywood forces you to grow up quick, right? There's no no denying that. When you're in that in the spotlight that quickly at that young of an age, you mm-hmm. had to learn some things fast. But it just was a very big step in maturity, in my opinion. And I was, I was just curious. So yeah, Team Olivia, like I said. Yeah. Did I say? Did I mention that? I don't think you did. Would you like to clarify which team you're on? Team, I'm team on. I'm on Team Olivia. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't like David. I don't even. Know. It's <laughs> David. Name, His name's David now. <laughs> it feels like David, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like a David yeah, move. It's definitely David. I have some good friends named David. They're gonna be like, no. "Screw you, Kyle." Fuck them. My name's Kyle. It's not like it's the coolest <laughs> name ever. Like I, I apparently drink Monster Energy and storm the storm uh, Area Fifty One. So yeah, you do. It's very deep inside jokes. But all right, moving on. We have Soulfly by Rod Wave. This is from his album, which is called something that I didn't write down. So there you go. I think it's called Soulfly, isn't it? The album is Soulfly. This song is Soulfly. Maybe no, I, I might check. be wrong. Feels like Soulfly. Um, I would like to think. And I'm going to go ahead and, and put my pride on it. I was on the Rod Wave train fairly early, like before people started kind of raising their ears and thinking about whether or not he was going to be a quality artist. So I feel good about that. But I think that unfortunately led to me having higher hopes for this album yeah. than a lot of people did. So he's still got that good like ghetto crooner sound that I really enjoy from him. He's a good singer, but he didn't stretch himself at all, which mm-hmm. for me was kind of a bummer. I felt like I was going to walk away with from this album with like at least a couple bangers or a couple, I don't know, like hard-hitting moments. I put Soulfly on here because in my opinion, it is still the best song on the album. But top to bottom, I'm really not confident any of these songs are making playlists for me. And yeah. that's, I'm walking away, that's, an, that's a loss in my opinion. Yeah, I just don't really know what to do with this type of music. Like, you, I like the term ghetto crooner after you made that up, and it's a great way to describe it. I did, thank you. It's like... It's aesthetically pleasing. I like listening to him. I like his voice. He has a nice voice. But it has like the low end of like a banger and then mm-hmm. this moody R&B feel. 
and I don't really know what, where to put it. I don't know like where I why I want to listen to this type of music. Either it's not hard enough if I'm trying to party or you know I want that low end kind of trap beat whatever, or it's not smooth enough if I'm trying to listen to like R and B and a crooner. So I I just I just don't know where this fits in my life. Yeah, I think it's relatability, right? Because he he sings from a, like a, a sad boy sound that a lot of people aren't going to relate to if they haven't had hood experiences or like very deep loss and those types of things. Not to you know say that you haven't had loss and those types of things, but in general, I feel like he speaks a very specific type of way, and that's why I call him ghetto crooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have a a place in some people's lives. I just don't think that top to bottom, this album is what I wanted it to be. That's more so my my disappointment i suppose yeah and i kind of wrote down exactly where you took this conversation because we have very or we our brains work very differently and mm-hmm. i think this is an example of when i'm listening to these lyrics they just don't really resonate with me i feel like you like listening to like like actual like tangible challenges of like the streets and drugs and all those kind of things or for me i love you know the kid cuddy mental depression i'm trapped in my brain here are all these weird thoughts and here's like how i deal with them so i I feel like those are the kind of two things we both enjoy and this just falls under the one that doesn't i just can't super relate to it's yeah it's visual versus cognitive i think is the thing yeah it doesn't have that second layer of meaning to me it's just like oh this is nice sounds nice yeah so we'll see i still have high hopes for rod wave he's a young dude he's got a lot of time to figure out who he wants to be in music but just because i think because i was so far ahead of the curve of like oh shit like this guy has chops like he could potentially be somebody it disappointed me on this album a little bit but it's all good top to bottom i'd say if you listen to soulfly on the playlist and you really enjoy it listen to the whole album because it's going to be very similar but if you're like eh i could take it or leave it then wait for future stuff and we'll let you know that's what you're here for because i'm i'm gonna do the latter you did all the work for me thanks kyle i got you moving on we have searchlight by danny avila this is just a fun little electronic track uh nicely Focused a little more on the vocalist than, you know, a fat beat for the whole time. It's got like a nice dreamy kind of muted guitar comboed with a nice house thump. And it's kind of perfect for like a little, it just sounds like a sunset. It sounds like walking on the beach, looking at Lakeshore Drive, like a little sun-kissed Chicago skyline. Just a nice little little chill bump I enjoyed. Did you listen to this one? Hated it. Really? Hated it. I thought these were like... I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I hated it. That was kind of rude. These lyrics are just as cornball as it gets. Yeah. Like, if a seventh grader wrote it, dope. Like, kudos. Yeah. Really good song. But if, like, when adults are writing whack-ass songs like this, I'm just like, what are we doing, folks? For sure. What are we really going for? Um, but I did, like, the funniest part about this is, like, I kind of popped into my Ryan brain, and I was like, this beat is fire. Like, and I really like the... This, the melody, so like the singing without the words. It's so yes. good. It's just so aesthetically, it's just so pleasing to me. You insert any other words into this, I'm going to have a completely different review. I would actually really like this song with other words. And Kyle, shit, I have a searchlight looking out for you because that's how you much. Do. Wow. Yeah, I think that's like the only lyrics Dude. of this song. But literally, literally play, like, let me read the first two lines yeah, dramatic, the first man. two lines i knew what i was in for and it's so brutal how edm songs just do that it's like can't we just be slightly waiting for the right, right are time? you ready waiting for the right time <laughs> no, no 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 no. it's well i mean that but i was talking about the verse if you are happy if you are sun don't need a reason i got your back i got your back in to win your heart is breaking it's pretty bad 
I'll, I'll make, make up, up something, something to tell your dad that I'm to, to, to tell you <laughs> to tell you that I'm in. I would drive to the, what the, is this? <laughs> the lyrics you're reading are completely different than the ones I just looked up. This can't be right. Like is no one right? transcribed this correctly either no. way. Yeah, mine says I'll knows. make up something to tell your dad. <laughs> That's not the lyrics. You know what it is? People stop oh listening after the first line and they're like, oh my God, I know what it's going to say. Gonna, they just wrote their own down. It's like tapping like uh, iPhone when it like wants to guess what you're going to say. It's like, don't want, change, single thing when we grow old, dad. It's like, so this is basically... <laughs> This is basically the autocorrect song. Yeah, those aren't even what I remember it being. What no. I just read, so. And neither of the <laughs> things we looked up make any sense. But but man, wow. So there you go. That's your that's your insight as to how absurdly written this song. Yeah, is. we had more but fun with that song than I would have expected. So did I. So did I. That's really funny. Time. All right. Any last comments? No. On that one. No. Yeah, me either. That that pretty much sums it up for me. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We have the black and yellow G mix. We got Wiz. Yeah. Wiz, Juicy J, Snoop, and T-Pain. Um, it's the 10-year anniversary re-release version of... It's, is it the, it's the first one, right? Not the second one. Hmm? First of what? Is it it's Rolling? Yeah, Rolling Papers. Rolling Papers 1, right? I just had to double Was there two that, Rolling Papers? Yeah, there's two Rolling Papers, weren't no. there? I don't Am think I so. Insane? I think you're insane. No, there's two Rolling Papers. I'm, I'm right. You're wrong. Oh. But Rolling Papers 2 came out in 2018. I don't know why. I thought it would have been 10 years. But I feel like right, Rolling anyway. Papers 2 was probably trash. It was. That's okay. why nobody talks about it. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. It's the 10-year re-release of Rolling Papers 1 with three new songs. Same old whiz. Still hits. Still sounds the same. But um, I just had to throw the Black and Yellow G mix on here, if nothing else, for the T-Pain verse. Yeah, that, that was nice. I like the Snoop Dogg one, too. In general, I'm just, yeah. I've talked about this a lot, but I love this album. I think it's a classic album, not for like hip-hop content it's not like a classic in that reason just like how nostalgic it is the feeling like, yeah yeah and it's just beautiful hip-hop like this is great hip-hop it's i mean not- we were 16 dude like we had just gotten cars we were just going to concerts like this was the vibe at that time yeah i feel like this hits with a lot of people it's just great sounding music i might it, like what else is in this did you listen to the rest of this anniversary it's just a bunch of new verses it's, no, there? it's just it's it's three new songs, just oh. three full new songs, and they sound like they belong on the album. Like it took me a little while to figure out which ones were new. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, which of these do I not remember, and which of these are new? Yeah, and then it so like that's a kudos to Wiz for being able. I don't know if these were songs he had in the archive that he just put back out, um, or if he actually fully created three new songs. I mean, obviously, Black and Yellow, he just asked his buddies for verses. But, yeah. Um, it's fun, man. I listened to the whole album on the plane when I was flying to Chicago. Or I guess I was flying to Indy, but whatever. It's confusing. Flew into Indy, left out of Chicago. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, if you're flying to Chicago, that would have been a cool story, but like, it's really fucking boring now. Shit. No one cares. All right. Well, I was flying, flying to, to Indianapolis. Flying into Indianapolis. And I actually really like corn? Indy. People shit on Indy. I like Indy. I said it. I said it. I'm a Chicago boy, but I love Indy. Um, I lost my train of thought. The whole <laughs> album's good. Moral of the story. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's all. I guess that's all I got. All right, you get to take the next one, too. Oh, yeah, because you hate this <laughs> band. Yeah. Uh, Three O'Clock Things by AJR. AJR released an entire album. It is just more B-list John Bellion for just an entire more album. more AJR. <laughs> yeah, it's more AJR. If you like AJR, you'll like this. Uh, uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I like AJR. I like them because I've fully accepted who they are in music. They take themselves way too seriously. They think they're wildly <laughs> talented and crazy and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, like, no, but you guys have a fun song every now and again. Dude, they, <laughs> it's perfect because I wrote that it sounds like they're in a musical that no one showed up to. And they're like thinking they're performing <laughs> for a packed house and just nobody's there. And they're just so like, look at my music. And it's like, dude. They're like local, no local theater. Yes. Yeah, they're like yes. local theater. I get what you're saying. They literally have local theater vibes. Uh, this song's kind of fat though. It has a nice little breakdown. It's kind of yeah. the same thing you felt about the Searchlight song. If the lyrics went away and the singing went away, like it'd be a sick instrumental. It'd be a dope don't intro compare, of our podcast. Don't <laughs> even compare the lyrics to the lyrics of Searchlight though. I think it's more the delivery of their... The delivery, whatever they're yeah. saying it's just That's over fine. a little much it's a little too theatrical for me they're self they're self-important is what they are That's self-important <laughs> it's ajr i mean i just i like them i'm not gonna apologize for it they're almost like the nickelback of alternative indie music yeah yeah because like fair? they're not horrible but no. they deserve to be made fun of they the get time. a bad rep but they're okay it's okay to make fun of them they deserve yeah. the bad rep but you can still like them yeah Nickelback. All right, that's all. That's all I have to say. Uh, if you like AJR, you're gonna like this song. You're gonna like the whole album. If you don't, you're gonna hate right. everything. Yeah, and you're probably not like a, a nerd drinking monster named Kyle. Moving on from Kyle to yeah, Cal. guys. Uh, we're we're heading to Area 51 on next Tuesday. So see. <laughs> we're there. storming it again. It hasn't ever worked, but you know, every Tuesday we got to do it. But I figured there's a new Monster Energy flavor out. We can do it this time. <laughs> Also, you're like wearing a tank top and a backwards flat bill, so this is this is great. Uh, it's a flat bill. It's aggressive. It's not it a flat a, bill. Is it a curved bill? It's a 5950. I What's a flat bill? The same hat, the same hat the players wear, Ryan. What's a flat bill? I'm basically it's like a snapback with a like legit like here. Hold on, I'll show you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. You like the like poofy, this, poofy this curves. front hats? I can't because I got a big hats. head. It, yeah, it, I like dad. I hats. got this. Got this mad jaw that it really <laughs> makes it all look even. Up. All right, moving on from <laughs> Kyle's jaw to this guy named Cal, who you might recognize his voice. He was the lead singer Time Flies, of Time right? Flies, yeah. And okay. he's like honestly wildly talented. He just makes kind of like corny ass music. Uh, this is this is really no different. So it's him. Uh, it's called In the Water, featuring Quinn ninety two, who's our boy. Have I told you the story? About. Have I told you the story about the time I met Time Flies? No. Tell us. I was, Now's the time. My cousin went to IU, Indiana University, and for whatever reason was good friends with somebody who knew, not Cal, but the producer, and I can't remember the producer's name. Gotcha. Um, oh, F- Fuzzy Bear? Is that his name? No. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking. I was really like, hoping maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, it was Fuzzy Bear. <laughs> I was like, producers name themselves Fuzzy Bear all the time. Uh, and so I, I go over and I was, I was kicking it. My cousin was a senior. I was a freshman or a sophomore in college something like that and so i i go over there and he was he was at school and um i just like go to his house and i walk in and i look at these two dudes sitting on the couch and i was like I'm pretty sure i've seen youtube videos of those guys <laughs> and i was just like and i just like pointed at him and i was like that's just obnoxious kyle are you guys time flies <laughs> they're like they're like yeah i was like all right dope it's and that sick. was the end of yeah, I'm Kyle. Little, yeah, <laughs> I drink. Mo- you guys want a monster? No, it's like literally the entire conversation. So I don't know if you'd even consider that meeting them, but I was in a room with them at one point. I went, "Are you guys? You guys are time flies?" Like, yep, we sure are. It's a really bad so. story, but it was really funny. So maybe it was a good yeah. story. 
Uh, yeah, this song's just like very fine. It's at the end of the playlist for a reason. It's like I want it once or twice or three times all summer, and then I like never want it again. I was trying to come up with like yeah. a food comparison. I was thinking of like if you try to like save a McDouble and eat it the next day, it's like no, it has a very no. small shelf life. Yeah. Like once this thing is no longer hot, it is trash. You should put it in the garbage. Okay, I get you. Like after I'm the first for, ten seconds, you know you've heard the whole song, you've and heard then the they song. just enjoy it. Kind of repeats so for another two minutes. Really, let's back up for a second. My good, my good friends, time flies. <laughs> As I, I just told the story of, of Callan, us being great fuzzy friends. Callan Fuzzy, um, <laughs> the Fuzz. We call him the Fuzz. Yeah, he's the Fuzz. For, his friends call him the Fuzz. <laughs> what happened to Time Flies? Do you know? Like, are they broken up? I think. Do I need to make some calls? You might need to make some calls. I think Cal these guys back is together? just the more talented one. Like, he was the one who would do, like, Time Flies Tuesday, which he would do all mm-hmm. these freestyles. And I think he was probably like, yeah, I'm just going to do this shit myself. I'm going to do. Okay. Maybe he tried to, like, he produced this track too. He's probably just trying to do different shit. He's like, you know, this Time okay. Flies thing isn't working. Because I was. Freshman I was in high real... school, or sorry, freshman in college don't like me anymore. So I got to find a new angle. <laughs> a little rebrand. I was real confused because I was listening to it. I was like, I know I've heard this guy's voice before. <laughs> and then I was like looking at it and I was like, I think the dude from Time Flies Tuesday is named Cal. And I I caved and Natalie was like, is this Time Flies? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Time Flies? Is that Time Flies? <laughs> hey, are you guys Time Flies? <laughs> He's like, no, uh, I'm Cal. I'm Cal now. Uh, C-A-L, all caps. I was like, all right, man, whatever. Yeah, it went from Seems all cap A-J-R to all cap Cal. <laughs> do you have, do you have an all cap three letter thing to come next? Uh no. No, oh, fuck. Well, that's it. That's MGK? our new music. That's our new music. UGK. My other uh honorable mention I have is that Justin oh, Bieber. Oh, DMX. Hey, hold on, hold on. DMX. Oh, there DMX. you go. Three letter wow. capital. Prayers out to DMX, who is currently in critical condition after drug overdose, I think. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's all. You just you were saying three letter capitals and I was like, no, oh shit, DMX is like dying. Pretty pretty incredible segue. And then I guess kind of similar. Justin Bieber put out this like Easter, like religious themed EP. Gave it a listen. Was very nervous. It was actually better than his album. Like I kind of liked it. Did you not put his song on here? No, because like it just doesn't fit very well. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's something that if you're interested in it, you should go listen to it. But like the last minute was like a spoken word, almost like a motivational speech slash prayer. And it's like, ah. I think in the middle of like a car party playlist, that's not <laughs> totally the vibe. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, it was pretty good. It was it, it was you, like what more, do you mean, Ryan? We love spoken word around here. It was like more a more genuine. It felt like he was actually cared about what he was talking about because he seems like he's he's found the Lord. He gives a shit about God now, and that's kind of helped him get through his hard times. But definitely worth a listen for you, Justin Bieber fans. Went kind of under the radar. He just randomly tweeted a picture of like a, the word freedom. I was like, what the fuck is that? And it's kind of nice. Okay, I'm interested. I'll go give it a listen. Moving on, that wraps up new music. We are now on to our top three A to Z segment. We are going for songs that start with each letter. So you get three songs from every letter. That means three songs from A, B, C, so on and so forth. We've gotten all the way to Y, which means we only have two more weeks left after this. We have Z, and then we have songs that start with a number coming up as well. Um let us know what you think. I mean, I, I think the plan as of right now is to go artists next, and that is going to be the next segment. But if you have something else in mind, feel free to shoot us some information, some thoughts, some, yeah, I don't know, shoot us some whatever thoughts. else you want to shoot us. T-H-O-T-S. Uh, so this is if you had for new listeners and people who listen but don't don't listen, if you know what I mean. Don't pay attention. 
don't pay attention, no comprehension. Like Kyle, anytime I'm talking about any music that I bring to this podcast. What'd you say, man? I almost fell for that. That would have been. I really, know you, really you came real close. That'd have been really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I really thought I had you. <laughs> All right, so you get three songs of every letter from. Yeah, three songs from every letter in the alphabet were on Y. I don't know why. I'm like talking in circles on this <laughs> intro. Usually I have it locked down. Yeah. It's a vacation week really got to me. All right, we're on Y. I'm going to go first. I have Proud of three you that asking I... asking if you should go first because you've asked if you should go first 23 times. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going first. <laughs> I really, really have a few that I... I want all three of mine. <laughs> so I'm trying to be really strategic. Okay. You don't think we're going to have any layover? Eh, maybe. All right. I'm so. just going to go for it. Number one, I'm going to take Yeah by Usher. Okay. Yeah. It's I an easy layup. Yeah, I need that song. See, so. I don't need that song. It's a nice song. I put it in my honorable mentions. I don't need it. Like, I, I how often do you listen to Yeah by Usher? Like, you just More wake up I'd on like a Saturday, like, yeah, yeah. Haven't you ever yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. It's like anytime you have a random assortment of people in your car, That's there's fair. a very specific purpose for the song. Anytime you have a random assortment, it's primarily girls who have been drinking. So ah. when, when my girlfriend and all of her friends are in my car. That's true. You sober drive a lot. So you have like a I sober whole drive other... all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I got a playlist for sober driving. It's called Throwbacks. And it's not throwbacks I like. It's throwbacks that they like. Okay. So That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So yeah is is a is played a lot more in my life than you would think. Plus it's just a banger. Like anybody who doesn't like yeah, I don't like you. That's yeah, how I feel. It's definitely a banger. Um next one I got kind of in a similar vein, almost in the same same generation. We've got Your Man Ain't Me by Chris Brown. Sixteen year old okay. Chris Brown just macking on biddies, walking across the bar, being <laughs> like, Hey, I'm sixteen and I know you're like twenty three and hot, but your man ain't me. I love this song. It's just just yeah. a belting ballad by your boy chris brown before he yeah, hit pr- women pre-problematic chris brown was the yeah. best yeah he was great yeah yeah okay this he kind of sounds like little mj in this song like he literally has that like i mean you can definitely see the mj influences in his entire career yeah like so. vocal cords not fully developed just like whipping <laughs> whipping those tenor lines good shit yeah. he's nice he's nice okay this is the song i thought you were gonna take and i'm glad that you did not my second is Young and Wild and Free by Snoop oh, and Wiz. Good song. Good song. That is a great song. Anytime you I've never played that song and been upset. No, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. I really felt good about that one. I think and then my third one, I know you're not gonna take. So I think similarly to what you just said about that song, but like in a sad way of like see you again with Wiz and Charlie Peake. Oh, Every time I hear that song, I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm sad, but I'm sad. Like I can't listen to that song, man. It's tough. It is tough. It's a tough song. I don't know what it is about. It's such a simplistic chord and such a simplistic verse or, or chorus. I mean, but that shit hits you. It, it really does. For some does. reason. It really does. Yeah. Good song, though. Good song. Uh, I've got one. You might recognize if you heard it, but probably not if I say it out loud. It's called You're the One by Katronida. It's like a electronic R&B hybrid kind of track. And this bass line is just an absolute slapper. It just has this like female vocalist just kind of floating on top. It's just just unbelievable little bass line in it. A lot of people probably don't know what I'm talking about, but you'll hear it. You'll like it. It's a good track. I got no thoughts on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll listen to it and tell you if I know it. But um, my last one is my dad's song of the week. Yes. Lock in with your dad pants and your dad shoes and your dad's. I'll make up something to tell your dad. <laughs> And then we'll drive to the city. I hate it. I hate that song. <laughs> I'm going to take Your Love by The Outfield. This is 
a certified dad banger. I know that you don't know this song, but as soon as you play it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I've heard that song in every movie ever played. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, hit it. Yeah, Josie's on sounds... a vacation far away. Is that pretty good? I feel like it just feel has like a good time. In the background, like it's in. Did you hear Back me? to the Future? I yeah, sounded but, like the outfield. No, you, you sounded great, man. Good thing we recorded that. That was awesome. Was it bad? Was probably, it really bad? Probably. I wasn't really listening, but I, I'm going to have to listen to it again in like an hour when I edit yeah. this. I'm, I can't wait to I'm just going to jack back. up the volume for that so you just piss more people off than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a steady I want to think it's 30%, but it might be 50% of your friends that listen to this podcast that don't like me at all. I don't know. Maybe not necessarily don't like me, but Instagram definitely poll. Do you like Kyle? Definitely don't <laughs> <laughs> but definitely don't agree with my thoughts on music, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why we fuck around enough where they're like, "You know what? All this music's trash, but I'll just listen to these two guys just talk about fucking nothing for 45 minutes." <laughs> Which is what it always ends up being. <laughs> yeah. All right. My last song, which I almost forgot about because we're just shooting the shit too much. Uh, you go down smooth. Lake Street Dive. And Ooh. the other song I was thinking of when you said uh, Young, Wild, and Free that I have a similar feeling to is You and Me by Marky Bassey. That's just a great reggae vibe, fun song. But, you yeah. know, you know Marky Bassey's making okay music all the time. But we were We were saying earlier, like, we being me and my girlfriend, we're talking about Marky Bassey. Just like he's a great opener. Like he, if, oh, you, yeah. if he opens sure. a concert for anyone, you're gonna be hype. But you don't want it to be a headliner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why but, I think we got to break down some festival lineups. I think we got some good. We got some good intel with different shows and people we've seen. Like, it's I'm a great with point. you. Marky Bassey yeah, would be a it. great opener. All right, moving right along to the end of our show, which we are calling "Pass the Ox." And you know. I usually have some fun with shit. I I kind of like this segment because it's literally just whatever you want, whatever you need to get off your chest. It's towards the end of the podcast, so you know, people at the beginning, if they people weren't interested, listen to this they anyway. stopped listening. <laughs> exactly. If you're if you're here at the end for past the ox, you're a real one. You're riding with us, and you apparently you care what we say, which is whatever. That's uh, that's your own discretion. Um, so this time, I as I was saying, I love watching videos of artists kind of describing. Um, you know, their songs and what they think about them, why they're writing these songs. And we talk about Chica quite a bit, but I don't think there's too much talking about Chica. Chica's an amazing up-and-comer rapper, singer, uh, was just up for a Grammy, didn't win it, but won it in our hearts. So she had a new EP. She threw on one of our playlists called Once Upon a Time. And the kind of point of the EP was she was looking around and just like, you know what, why are all these fairy tales about like characters I don't recognize or like people I can't, um, you know, relate to. It's just like Cinderella doesn't look like her, didn't grow up like her. She's like, where, where are black people in fairy tales? So, and she was like the, the, the first like black princess that Disney ever had was like a frog for half the movie, which I don't really know if it's accurate. Princess and the frog, I guess. I don't know. Apparently they made the black princess. I think princess that is accurate. I've actually, it's bullshit. <laughs> Come yeah, on. I've seen I've seen that movie. It's great, but I I feel for what she's saying. Yeah. So she's like, you know, I'm, that's kind of what was the theme of the EP. And the fact that she has a six-song EP with like a cool thematic kind of arc is just why we love her. So she wants to tell kind of recognizable stories for, you know, black people and people that don't relate to fairy tales. So her song Cinderella Part 1 and Part 2 
when they were talking about it in the interview, she was like, oh, no, it's just called Cinderella. She's like, if it was up to me, it'd be one song. My label made me make it two songs, and I'm pissed about it because the transition is amazing. I purposely made it the same chords, and they're meant to be kind of married together. And she kind of told the story of kind of the part one and the part two that's called, but should be one song. So I thought, okay, I'll throw them together in a little playlist and kind of talk about what the how she would describe what the story is about. So part one kind of starts out with like a trap beat. She's kind of doing that quick rapping. Kind of feels like a blur. Like, um, And she describes it as you're kind of walking into like a house party. And that's kind of why I like the fast rapping. It almost feels like you're kind of drunk and looking around and overstimulated with a bunch of things. And she locks eyes with this girl that she thinks hot. She thinks fine. And she's the first half of the song is her hearing people kind of like talking about her. Like, oh, I think her name is Cindy. I think her name's Ella. And she's just saying all these things and all these people are just kind of talking and that's what she's hearing and kind of why the first half of the song is kind of such a blur the second half it super slows down and kind of turns into more of an r&b jam she kind of shows off her singing voice and it's her kind of stumbling into the kitchen and everybody knows when you're at a house party the kitchen is where you mac where you put your game in you're like oh shit i saw a bitty in the other room but now i'm in the kitchen the kitchen is just where you talk everybody knows that (laughs) And that's kind of what the second part is. And she's just standing there with this girl kind of confessing her love to her. And I just think the, when you think about it as one song, it just makes way more sense. And when she was kind of describing it like that, and I kind of have a newfound appreciation for it. So I just kind of want to showcase it. Cause I think it shows the versatility of Chica. Not that, cause for her, this is one song that she's able to just like spit fucking bars on the first half and just have this like cute ballad in the second half and kind of the depth of her themes that she's, I don't think she'll ever, you know, write down a lyric or a song and have it just mean nothing. It always has like a good theme and a good, good little story to it. So, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great description of her. I mean, just so intentional. Everything that she does is so purposeful and she's got, I mean, she's just dope. So good stuff, man. Um, My past the ox is not not necessarily the most inspired either, but it was, it was a little bit came of discussion from us when we were just kicking it outside in your your backyard and playing music and drinking brewskis and doing doing things that just you know farting mid 20 somethings do being fart dudes. yeah put her yeah it's guys being dudes you know playing beer die um no it's just like talking about how much we miss and are excited for live music again oh, yeah. so i mean what's what's the most that i can do on a spotify playlist to give you a live music it's just live tracks so He's i think three kyle's gonna it's gonna sing and i'm, Go I'm gonna sing thank you <coughs> no, you already got some of that earlier it was terrible probably um no so i just picked three songs that i thought either were a better than the recorded version live so in terms of like when i listen to these live versions on spotify i actually like them as much if not more than the version that is um you know the pre-recorded in the studio or just a fun take on a song which is the first example which is hey ya the outcast song by panic at the disco their version and their rendition of it which is i love for very different reasons than i love the outcast version for sure i mean if you if you pressed me i would say that the outcast version is is definitely better but this version is just a very fun take on it it's really enjoyable to listen to it's hard not to smile when you listen to it Uh, moving from there we have Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, the live version from the Grammys. 
This one I would say is better than the recorded version, which is wild to me. I think when I was talking to you about it, I was saying that Bruno Mars sounds exactly the same live as he does recorded, which was I thought he was lip syncing for a long time during this song. But then he does some of these runs and stuff, and it's wild. And Anderson Pack is just awesome in general, as always. Yeah, I've got a bunch of tidbits that I picked up from an interview with those two and Zane Lowe that I'm going to wait to just dump until that album comes out. Mm. But if you're, if you're interested to just kind of see where that duo came from and how they like operate together, go watch that. It's amazing. And you'll know yeah. everything I'm going to say before I say it on this episode. There you go. So thanks, Ryan, for just plugging away to not have to listen to our podcast. Good stuff. <laughs> there you go. And then last but not least, in my opinion, better than the recorded version, the free-falling live at the Nokia Theater in Los Angeles, John Mayer. Oh, it yeah. is amazing. This I mean, that whole album is crazy. Amazing. Yeah, the whole album's dope. But so good. I went for this one. So, so good. So yeah, there you go. There's a little taste of live music. The sun is out in Portland, Oregon, which means the summer is is on its way sooner rather than later, hopefully. COVID is on its way out sooner rather than later, hopefully. Fuck so you, live COVID. music should be on its way to your ear holes sometime soon. And I know Ryan and I are excited. Hopefully you are too. For sure, man. Do you think do you know if uh Portland is having any like music festivals or any shit like that? Have they like announced I don't anything know. like that? Yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. I mean we're gonna be Obviously, just based on the way that we handle this stuff, we're probably going to be a little bit further behind the curve than most states in terms of that type of event. But we do have a couple cool outdoor venues that I'm hoping get utilized this year. For sure. Yeah. I'm really hoping that my dream is, like, I've always loved Lollapalooza, but I hate how many people are there and how many fucking, like, 12-year-olds are there, like, getting drunk on their parents' Naperville money. So my dream is they like make it 18 plus and it's like super spread out and they're like, Hey, it's going to be like a hundred more bucks, but there's not going to be any like, you know, 16 year olds moshing in front of you. Like worth it here. Take my money. <laughs> take it Have now. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be super worth it. I don't know, man. I just cannot wait to see somebody live. I really don't care who it is at this point. That's, that's Your boy, true. Jacob Collier is uh, locked in for a Portland 2022 concert though. Yeah. Jacob Collier would be like probably a, overstimulation to watch because yeah. he he, he just has like still add with so much talent he's like oh look what i'm gonna do now i'm gonna play the flute <laughs> upside down on like a <laughs> seesaw it's like okay dude, <laughs> it's just like too fucking much for me <laughs> uh, well i still think that you should come to portland for that concert so. yeah and I'm, I'm on my way so sounds good what a nice episode we got some we got some real facetime kyle and i charged our our friendship juices and now we're we're just back. Ready Closer to, than ever. Ready to deliver 26 more episodes right to your fucking face. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, go check the episode description for these wonderful songs that we just delivered to your ear holes and talked about. Uh, go follow the Hits playlist, Car Party Playlist on Spotify. Ear holes. And, um, you know, don't forget to uh, water your cat. We are.